you have an appointment with death. There is an old uh, story, it's actually a fable or an old legend, about a rich merchant in Baghdad who sent his servant to the market to buy some stuff for him. While his servant was at the market, he was jostled by someone in the crowd. When he turned around, he saw a woman in a long black cloak, and he immediately knew that it was death. The servant ran home to his master, and in a trembling voice told him about the encounter and how death had looked at him and made a threatening gesture. The servant immediately begged his master to lend him his horse so that he could ride to Samara and hide himself so that death would not find him. The master agreed, gave him the horse, and the servant immediately galloped away. He ran to hide. Later during the day, the merchant went down to the marketplace and saw death standing nearby. The merchant asked death and said, Why did you make a threatening gesture to my servant and frighten him? That was not a threatening gesture, death replied. It was just that I was startled to see your servant in Baghdad because I had an appointment with him tonight in Samara. My friend, I want you to know that you have an appointment with death that cannot be avoided. And I would like you to always bear in mind that each one of us has got an appointment with death which cannot be avoided or postponed. In Hebrews 9.27, the Bible tells us that it is appointed unto man to die. This implies that an avoidable meeting with death has been scheduled for each one of us. And because death is part of life that we can't avoid, it is important for us to always meditate on this fact regularly. According to America's Kennedy Institute of Bioethics Research Library at Georgetown University, they have statistics which inform us that um, 65 million people die each year in the world. These statistics mean that 180,000 people die each day, which means that 7,000 people die each hour in the world. And when you further break down this truth, it implies that 120 people in the world die every minute, which means that two people die in the world every second. Ecclesiastes chapter 7 verse 2, it advises us and says, it is better to go to the house of mourning than to go to the house of feasting. For death is the destiny of everyone. The living should take it to heart. Death, my friend, is a reality of life. 
it is no respecter of persons. Death takes the king and will not spare the beggar. Death will ignore and break through every barrier to visit the rich man in his mansion, and it will stalk the poor man on the streets. Death will outwit the best professor, and it will not argue with a fool. It will snatch away the medical doctor, and it will bewitch the medicine man. Death flies with you in the aeroplane, and rides with you in a taxi or in a car. It rides with you even in a bus. It swims with you in a pool and sails with you in the sea. It walks with the pedestrian and it drives with the motorist. Death will snuff out the life of a 120-year-old and will not spare even a newborn baby. Death cannot be avoided or evaded. Billy Graham once said that death reduces all men to the same rank. It strips the rich of his millions and the poor man of his rags. Death knows no age limits. It knows no partiality. It is a thing that all men fear. But death is not the end of the story. After death, God will judge you. Hebrews tells us, Hebrews chapter 9, verse 27, we read that it is not only appointed for man to die, but this verse further informs us that it is appointed for man to die, but after this, the judgment. Judgment by God occurs immediately after death. My friend, I want you to know that death is not a a normal part of life to which we should resign ourselves. According to Romans chapter 6 verse 23 and Romans chapter 5 verse 12, death is a sign that is intended to constantly remind us of the fact that God is angry with us because of our sins. Although we don't usually like to think about death, we can learn a lot by reflecting on the brevity of life the certainty of death, and the eternity of God who rules both life and death. The reality of death wipes away all our pretenses. It shatters all our illusions of pride and independence and reminds us of God's full authority over us and his anger against sin. The reality of death should compel us to desire to find a home in God that will last beyond this life. When we think of this world as a temporary home, it loses its charm, and this fact should move us to seek and find refuge in the God who is eternal. The gospel gives us a great piece of advice. It encourages us, for example, in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 15, to put our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ if we want to live forever. I pray that none of you who is listening to me today will see death until you have trusted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Pray also that God will forgive you for your sins, give you eternal joy and satisfaction in his love, and work in you so that the things that you do will have lasting value beyond the grave. Brothers and sisters, Let us consider 
today how short our life is. And pray like Moses did in Psalm 90 verse 12, requesting the Lord to teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom.